What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome. It is Haberman and Middlecoff. That is John Middlecoff. I'm Guy Haberman. It's great to see you. If you are watching live on YouTube, great. If you're watching not live on YouTube, great. Either way, hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that very much. Hit that little uh, little bell so you know when we're going live. Podcast. This is I r- podcast. ran into a podcast listener yesterday. He actually had DM'd me. He's here for work and was like, where should I play golf? And I was walking in like a uh, in like a shopping center area to meet a contractor to lead him into a home to uh, get uh, an enormous bid that makes you want to puke in your mouth. And all of a sudden I hear, John, John. And I look and it's Paul, who is from Santa Cruz, who has been a listener of the show, I think, back since the radio days. Pretty sure he, he's an A's fan, so tough times. Uh, I think 12 and 50, is that their record right now? It's, it's not great. Last check, they had 12 uh, wins. Yeah, yeah. so he, uh, so Paul, listener of the show, ran into him yesterday. He uh, Business is booming. What's he's he doing? doing? good. What kind of business is he in? He's in the diaper business. Okay. And uh, my first reaction is, that's probably a fucking incredible business. It, you know, anything revol- uh, revolving around young kids is just a cash cow. But diapers, yeah. it's it's you cannot have a kid and not use the product, right? You can't be a human and not go through the period of time when you needed the product. You know, like when you meet someone, it's like, what do you do? I sell socks. First yeah. <laughs> then you're like, well, every single human alive wears socks. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, at any given time, there are 9 billion people. There are 17 billion pairs of feet out there. What are business are you? Oh, I, I sell soap. You're like, well, I yeah. have like seven things of soap just in a little office. You right. know? Yep, yep. It's always like uh, those those like uh, Pennzoil or uh, uh, Shell gasoline ads. They're like, gasoline is in everything you touch. <laughs> it's in plastic. It's in coffee. It's in computers. Yes, yeah, sir. Cool. Just mentioned. Yeah, it is. Uh, gasoline it, is everywhere. Gasoline is in the PGA. <laughs> in for like 50 bill or more. Do you think Chevron will create a club? Uh, why not? Yeah, it should. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast like our buddy Paul, shout out to Paul. Uh, thanks. Hit us with a review on Apple Podcasts, five stars. By the way, before we get to Kyle Shanahan and maybe some Live Golf, um, somebody hit me today. They said they were having trouble with Spotify. It, several months ago, the Spotify stream had to get split and reposted. So, if you subscribed a long time ago on Spotify and you're not seeing new episodes, the move is to search for Haberman and Middlecoff on Spotify, research, even if you're subbed, and sub subscribe to that one or just unsubscribe and resubscribe. 
that should fix the issue. But if not, um, let us know. And the technical team will be on that. But uh, anyway, uh, podcast is down in the description of the YouTube. YouTube is in the description of the podcast. Spotify slowly but surely gaining some market share. I saw they were laying off 2% of their uh, workforce today or something like that. But Yeah, I mean, it's I par for the course, yeah. as Dave Moynihan would say. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a lot of tech companies, you know, it's like uh, a lot of trim, a lot of fat getting trimmed. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Shanahan spoke today. Uh, the Niners will practice again on Wednesday. And uh, Kyle said today that Trey Lance will get most of the uh, first team reps. I will be out there Wednesday as long as everything goes well with the two of my first five fillings that I'm getting today, John. Embarrassing day for the Haberman family. You but, have five um, fillings? We will survive. It's, it's no tartar. I don't understand it, but... That means you have five cavities? Is That's that correct. That That's correct. That is what that means. Yeah. Are you in pain? Or did they I'm not. Just... Thank God. I guess by the time you're in pain, it's too late. But here we go. That's, we got to too much sugar? No, I, I don't know. There's, no one can figure it out. There's, yeah. Um, anyway, so I'll be out there on Wednesday and uh, we'll report back on that, but, uh, a lot going on with the Brock Purdy Brock's not out there with the Niners, but the Mayoko report, he reported he's on track. And then Kyle was asked about it today. And what do you say? He's throwing three times a week and he's right on pace. So <clears throat> I think they're clearly pretty confident that he's going to be okay because the moment Mayoko, who is just an old school journal, but he's also, you know, works for a company that's partners with the 49ers and, uh, it's, you know, I'm not trying to source guess my guy, Matt, but you know, it's pretty clear where, you know, he's, he's friends with everybody in the organization that matters, right? Yeah. I think pretty sure he's got a weekly interview with Kyle, uh, him and John, Jed, Brog, like these guys are all pretty close. And, you know, Kyle publicly is, I'd say he's pretty mum, just in a Kyle way of like, we could all die tomorrow. Only God knows. Like that's just kind of his MO in a, he's light, more lighthearted about stuff than like Belichick, but he's closer to the Belichickian vibe of not going to be like, oh, yeah, we feel very confident, right? He's, he's got the football coach. But I think all signs point to Brock Purdy starting week one as we sit here June 6th. Now it's July. I mean, yeah, two months away, right? You get a, basically a month off, then a month of training camp. I mean, week one isn't, I guess, a little longer than that, but that far away, right? 60, 70 days, right? I guess a little more. My math could be a little off. Uh, but yeah, I, th I think they think he's going to be the week one starter, which was definitely in question, right? When he got injured and then the question about the injury and then even the surgery was like, well, we don't know till he throws and he's throwing. And as someone DM me, he's throwing a Nerf ball. And then I said that on the podcast and then Kyle's like, yeah, he's throwing footballs. I'm like, I, I got to stop leaving my information to fucking DMers and just go with what I know. He's throwing footballs, not Nerf balls or tennis balls or you know, wiffle balls. Dude's throwing footballs. Not for anyone to see, though, right? They're, I would say they're somewhat strategic with that. Not I, giving I him expect, the backfield Garoppolo treatment. Yeah, I don't... Do you expect to go there tomorrow and see him slinging around to a guy that looks like me and you, like Jimmy? No, I do not. <laughs> it was always very bizarre because the team literally had to walk by Jimmy. Mike Shanahan would just randomly be, like, hitting Jimmy on the butt, watching him, like, keep those feet moving. It was just... That might never be duplicated again. Now, it wasn't ultimately that weird because Jimmy returned like he was just a member of the team. So if he was just if Jimmy was on the team, that wouldn't have been weird where he was throwing. Right. Um, I don't know. I think the, <laughs> like because when you remember, John, he was throwing during open parts of camp. So there's bleachers. and He's throwing behind the bleachers, which traditionally anything that happens behind the bleachers is illicit activity. Right. Mickey Mantle bleachers, Mickey Mantle smoking at high school all that kind of stuff, usually yeah. behind or under the bleachers. Generally, things that you know are good don't happen behind the bleachers. Jimmy was behind the bleachers. It was like, but you guys can't – no one could shoot video of him. But there's a bunch of fans there. You can't stop the fans from shooting video of him. So there'd be all this fan video of Jimmy Garoppolo. And you, at the time, your mind was on the ground. Like, you were, your mind was blown. And how, you and Kawakami, I remember both, were just like, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. And I don't think it's less bizarre in hindsight because he played. I think it's as bizarre or more bizarre that he turned out to be their quarterback. Where else, I guess logistically, if John Lynch was like, where would he? Where else could he throw? We're using the fields. It's the only field available. I guess he could throw in the stadium where no one is. Yeah, there's correct? really no reason. For, there's nowhere else for him to throw. You're right. That little soccer MLS, I think, team right across the street. You know that where we kind of park and walk by? There's like those soccer fields. I don't know. I, if think, that's just, you, I think those are like AYSO, Santa Clara. Soccer fields. Yeah, wouldn't you guess Jed's got a key over there if they really needed it? 
could get those open. But to your point, like why, right? Why not just have them on that field? It was just bizarre. You can't change the reality that it was bizarre. And, um, you know, I was thinking about that today because, like you said, Kyle, Kyle has always said anybody can be traded, including me or John. And um, even if you think that he's being a little bit over the top with that, which, of course, he is, I think the Garoppolo situation last year, we should at least be aware of how that situation played out as it relates to Trey Lance. Last year, um, oh, by the way, we're, we're at about like 120 days from the NFL opener, give or take. Math was off, yeah. Missed um, a month. Because I know we're, we're 80 days from the college football season starting, which is... Notre Dame, Navy, right? Ireland? Are they in Ireland, I think? Yeah, back to... Remember Correct. last year, it was uh, Nebraska-Northwestern. Hell of a game. Nebraska Incredible. was on its way after that game. <laughs> yeah. So it was Northwestern. No, I think Northwestern beat them, remember? Northwestern won the game, but uh, they both did not have terrible seasons. I'm pretty sure Northwestern didn't win another game the rest of the season. (laughs) They did not. Um, But so here we are, June 6th. Last year, it was a month later. It was mid-July. July July 19th, Ian Rappaport reported that Jimmy Garoppolo will be cleared by mid-August. This year, it's about, you know, whatever day Mayoko said it, June 4th, that... uh, Brock Purdy's on track to be cleared mid-August. So here we are with a summertime QB reportedly going to be on track to be cleared by mid-August. The day after Rap Sheet reported Jimmy's going to be cleared, Schefter reported Jimmy has been granted permission to seek a trade. Don Yee. Don Yee making moves. A couple weeks went by, and Rap Sheet reported in early August there is no trade partner. 21 days later, on August 29th, the Niners restructured Jimmy Garoppolo's contract so they could keep him on the team, which at the time we debated. Does this mean they don't believe in Trey, or is it just an easy thing to do? You never know. That that was an insane day when that story broke. That was nuts. That was nuts. (laughs) Two and a half weeks later. Did not see that one coming. (laughs) Fast forward two and a half weeks. And we were already kind of debating, is Jimmy going to, does Trey have to win to keep his job? And fast forward two and a half weeks and Trey Lance is on a surgery table getting his ankle fixed. So it happened very quickly. But I think the part that is instructive now is the quarterback that's going to be cleared by mid-August. Once it became clear that Jimmy was going to get cleared, the balls, the, the balls, the wheels just started turning on what's the next move. At the time, the move was, Let's take trade offers for him. And there were no good trade offers, and so it was, we'll keep him. In his case, they needed to restructure his contract. Obviously, Trey's contract is fine the way it is right now. But I do wonder if we have just witnessed the beginning of the ball moving in the direction of if Trey Lance eventually views himself internally as as not the backup to Brock Purdy, but the backup to the backup to the regional manager, Sam Darnold, then do we reach a point in September or early August when his representation is seeking a trade? Well, if Trey Lance was like Jimmy Garoppolo, it'd be heading toward, if you want to stay on this team, you got to make like a million dollars, right? Obviously, when you're on the rookie contract, the signing bonus, his contract's set for the next two years. Now, the fifth-year option is, whether it's the 49ers or everyone else, I, I think if we were all betting men, or women, you would bet against his fifth, like Trey Lance's fifth-year option, Team X, not getting picked up. Correct on the yeah. on the route that it's correct. on. Uh, correct. The scenario I think is either he plays for the Niners suddenly and plays well, or he gets traded before the. This is the scenario you brought up several months ago. He gets traded in October around the deadline, plays well, and then gets an option picked up. I would say this: Tom Condon, who is you know, one of the top probably five agents in the history of sports, right up there with Boris, Rosenhaus, David Falk, right? McGuire. Uh, Mark? Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. <laughs> uh, is, you know, I, I would say semi-retired. His son, I think Patrick Collins, is a, runs this kind of uh, the operation now. They, they had McGlinchey as well last year. I mean, they have a lot of really famous high-end players. Forever they had a ton of quarterbacks. And uh, Trey Lance is one of their clients. Not really them their M.O. to kind of like, I would say historically, Drew Rosenhaus has been unafraid to get in the weeds, right? 
Don Yee never really did because he didn't have to with with uh, with Tom. But I'd say with the Jimmy situation, they started getting flexing their muscles might be strong, but just you know, I, you saw last year, the last couple of years, like with Derek Carr, it just you get to a point where there's like a line of delineation, right? And I think this happens a lot in sports with younger players or older players, where it's like we either got to hang a left or hang a right for my own client. Like I, we got to be selfish about this and. This was my thing last year. Like, let Jimmy go. And the 49ers just wouldn't. Like, do the 49ers, if Trey, because he has not shown at all an inclination to be or inclined to ruffle feathers, and he doesn't have any equity too, are they just more likely to just roll with all three of them? Or if they could just get rid of them, right? And even do a trade for like a seventh round pick because the moment he doesn't win the backup job his value is zero right even if it was like seventh round pick that if he becomes a really good starter conditionally could bop up to like a third or something but it would be some crazy conditions we eat half the money just so eventually like you also take on next year right his fourth year and it's your choice on the fifth year option to me feels the most likely if they are to trade him because to me his trade value once he's a third round for his money like he does make something right he's not like a two million dollar player it's, yeah it's like nine and ten million dollars that's and if you trade for that you then are on the hook for the following year even if you decline the fifth year option which again is not nothing like think about this how many ten million dollar players do the 49ers have and i'm not talking like their cap hit i'm just saying overall not as many as you think once you start well, then we looked the other day and trey was or was he in the contract yeah uh, remember part we looked at the cap hit but if you just think out loud like what Bosa's about to be, Fred Warner, Kittle, Trent, Debo. Like, it's not like some 13 players. It, it's probably closer to eight, right? Hargrave. It's it's not as long as you would think. So his cap hit, which because of the signing bonus when you're drafted that high, and ultimately his salary is relatively high. So to me, it makes yeah. him somewhat untradeable. So I hear what you're saying, but... I, you know. But how do you acquire... Like I, if we just what I'm saying is let's just use what the Niners have done before. And I'm if not we saying just they wouldn't let him, you know, sniff around. I, yeah. Does he have a no, market? They would. If does he have a market? They would let him sniff around. And here's what they would know, just like they knew with Jimmy. We already did the sniffing. We know the market already, right? Did they know Jimmy's they, market? Didn't they kind of they, do that in the draft though? When it was like, you know, we're not yeah. open for business, but people are calling us like bullshit. 100%. That's what I'm saying. Like just like with Garoppolo. Garoppolo says, I want permission. Like, okay, well, we we already know, but you don't believe us, so go ahead. And I don't blame him. I wouldn't believe them either. You know, hey, I demand a trade. Well, we didn't get anything better than a six for you. Bullshit you didn't. I'm going to go find out. Okay, you guys were right. You didn't get anything more than a six for me. But they, I'm with you. They already know what Trey's market is. Now, markets, what they were counting on was, remember we talked about this a lot, people who watched the show or listened to the show last year will remember there was a lot of, are they just waiting around for somebody else's starting quarterback to get hurt and then they can trade Garoppolo to them? And the answer was, yeah, that's what they were waiting for. And then it didn't happen, and he kind of fell in their lap at a cheap price. So that, I think it's this. I think it, I think we use the Garoppolo situation and we just fucking take the thing from then to now. And we go, it's the same thing. They're going to take it the same way. But Does you somebody agree- offer him a good pick? No, he, they keep him. Does somebody offer him a good pick? Yes, he gets traded. Jimmy was tradable if healthy last year, right? Because he had yeah. proven to be a starting yeah. quarterback. Yep. And remember, I think, was it the Commanders that before they traded for Wentz were very interested, but he was yes. like the, the the salary, or not the salary cap, but the physical. It was like, you yep. can't pass it. They're like, well, we can't risk it. And then they went Carson Wentz, and it was a yep. disaster. But he was, yep. he was 100% tradable, where I think Trey currently is not tradable for the same thing. Like, you'd be trading, take a flyer that he might be your starter. You might not beat your guy out. Who knows? Or at least Jimmy, you knew. Now, right. he had the variable, which ironically he still has, where he's just always hurt, which Sneaky Trey has kind of battled some injuries as well. Right? It'd be yes. one thing. It's like, you know, the guy struggled. You know, if you just took a flyer on Zach Wilson, who actually has been hurt too. But I, I isn't it pretty crazy that you look back on that draft, those views like, this loaded quarterback draft. Trevor Lawrence, star. You know, he's got a chance to, you know, within this year or two years to be a top five quarterback. And Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, like, have, like, oh, it, well, they traded for Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson was never going to be their starter this year, whether Aaron Rodgers came or not, right? 
and it's pretty clear Trey Lance was named the backup while the other guy was injured. He hadn't even thrown the Nerf football yet. He's like, yeah, he's the backup. Well, he's no, actually not. He's competing to be the backup. That happened. That shit happened fast. And that nobody else really, you know, with a guy whose stock is pretty, like Darnold's stock, not at an all-time low. It's been lower, but it's pretty low, right? Now, the reason I would treat it, when I say treat it the same way, I mean, I would make somebody give me some, I would pay what they have to pay for Trey Lance to be on the team this year because I think it's likely they end up on their third quarterback again this year. And I and I think guy, it's possible. That, guy, if that if that happens, it's that the, they're a thirty for thirty level story. That's fucking I, well, insane. I know. I mean, and, and when I, I mean, say that's... likely, I don't mean I'm predicting it. I just mean why would I be shocked if I saw the same thing just happen again that we just saw? And I definitely am not. You know, we differ on this. Like I am no Sam Darnold truther. Like the idea that Sam could beat him out and just stay ahead of him the whole year, or that if something happens to Brock, Sam would just take over and be the Brock Purdy of twenty twenty four. I don't buy that, so um, I would keep Trey around if, even if he is entering the season, your third string quarterback. You okay? Yeah, I just had some of my. <laughs> so I know you look like you're getting a headache, which uh, you, you wouldn't be the only one. But here's the other thing: I'm not convinced that I don't want to spend any. We talked about this last week. Long way to go on Brandon Allen, but. You know, that's the other part of this, right? What do they think of Trey? Do they think they've got a third, another third quarterback they could put behind Darnold if Darnold is their backup? Maybe, but you you trading Trey Lance for a seventh to do that? I, 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 would I do, I do think there is a moment on the 10th and the 11th that if Jimmy's health is still a major concern, that the Raiders, Wait, could, oh, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo, that when they joint practice, could be an intriguing moment that held maybe that it'd be worth it for them to give like a fourth just for a year flyer if if jimmy because they have no other options like none right i mean none so yeah the guy they had back up left last year left doesn't make any sense for like could you see josh mcdaniels like carson wentz like to me it makes more sense to take a flyer young guy now the problem is they do have some ready-made veterans that are like you can win with, right? Like, Devontae wouldn't be happy with that. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty – I don't know if jo- – does Josh really have the ability to develop a quarterback? I mean, does he have the the leash to develop a quarterback? I would guess well, no. Well, there's – the Knights headed towards Stanley Cup. The Aces guy – Not only headed toward, they score like four goals a game. <laughs> setting records right now in the WNBA. No one's sniffing them. They look – pregnancy controversies, under-the-table payments. They are unfaced. Mark Davis is going to be back-to-back WNBA champs, it looks like. So the Raiders are just, you know, it's, it's a hockey town. It's a WNBA it's town. A town. You can't, I, I, in all seriousness, can the Raiders just in general afford to just be some irrelevant five-win team again? Like, they eventually in this new market, you can't just suck in a bright light's place. So at least Trey Lance gives you a lot of intrigue. That If they were to trade for Trey Lance because Jimmy was hurt, I would be much more intrigued by the Raiders. You know what? You just made a great point. Would Mark Davis step in if Trey Lance practices well in Vegas in front of the Raiders and say, I want that guy? I would not put it past him. Not saying that's going to happen, but I like he is. There are two types of owners ones that will step in and say, You should do this, and ones that won't. And Mark definitely would step in and say, I want this to happen. People think we're fucking around, kind of are a little bit in terms of with Mark, but one thing that is a fact that I don't really read about other owners. He meets with Josh at the end of the games. Not like the next day in the office at like 10 o'clock over a bagel. Like they meet in the office when the game ends. If you told us that Jed was doing that every game with Kyle, we would be fucking pretty critical. Uh, And every people listening would be like, what is this clown show? Now, part of it is the Raiders are so dysfunctional. It doesn't even feel that weird, but he meets with these coaches the head coach, like he understands, like the coverage breakdown, you know. I mean, what that that is literally happening right now. I mean, that's. I would say that's on the high end of meddling currently in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty that's, crazy. Because, regardless what sport you're in, whether it's Eric Spolster after game, whether it's Bochi who's just kicking ass, usually when the game ends, the coach, the manager, whoever, like, are you in a clear-headed mind with what's going on? And he just has to kind of answer to the guy. Like it's, it's not exactly answering to Al 
or John Elway. And not even answering, but I'm just saying to like have some serious conversation. You know, uh, we- Aikman said during the game that he wouldn't have gone. He would have thrown the ball on third and three, Josh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, stuff but, like that. But, but Mark's not even listening. He's not. He should. We're just sitting there watching it. When I used to do A's postgame, I listened to the broadcast every time, John. You get so much great insight. I think Mark should do the same. Uh, that's true. Uh, DM on the stream says, Vic Tafer said the Raiders rookie QB looks good in practice. Yeah, they gave Aiden O'Connell number four. <laughs> what was the thing you sent me the other day? He, Aiden O'Connell looks like he is playing Derek Carr in a Devontae Adams biopic. <laughs> he does. Good. It, it was a really good picture. He does. My sister went and saw the new LeBron. Uh, am I blurry? My sister went and saw the new uh, LeBron uh, biopic. And I guess the, the young LeBron is played by AI. Like, no, no. By a guy who's like going to Oregon. He's like one of the top. He's like a McDonald's All-American, like a current high school basketball star who's about to go to college, played LeBron in the movie. It really pissed me off. And I don't even know why. Not that I care that much about this NBA Finals. That Clutch leaked out. I like, you know, Sean's good at his job, but he is represented by Clutch. That Kyrie Irving is reaching out to LeBron about coming to Dallas in the middle of the NBA Finals. Like, that. that is the ultimate. Our egos are so big, we can't handle being just no one giving a shit about anything we're doing. It's like, can, can the NBA Finals just happen? Even Adam Silver's well, like... NBA Finals opens itself up to this when they put four days between games, though. True, but even Adam Silver's like, listen, I might be one of the biggest puss bags in the history of commissioners, and I've... John Morant, the first time around, he went to a two-day rehab. It was a complete mockery of the whole situation. But I'm going to fucking come down with a hammer this time around. But I am not going to give the suspension until after the NBA Finals because I don't want to take away from the competition. Right. It's like, but LeBron's like, nope. Kyrie, we have no picks. We have nothing to give, but we're going to make this happen. Does Kyrie even get to dictate the Dallas Mavericks? I mean, what, what are we I mean, he's what? been there for like three months. Why not? That, that is the ultimate. But he's a free agent. Crazy. That pissed me off. Uh, what was the one? Remember A Rod? What did A Rod leak during the World Series that got everybody mad? Was it a contract with like the Red Sox that never happened, or was that a different thing? Another back. guy that pissed me off, he went on a media tour yesterday. He's acting like he's got this early onset gum disease, and he pushed a There's, drug that he's an investor in. Gums are receding? It, it made me question whether he actually has the gum disease, and he is just an investor in trying to sell this. And it just, I don't trust I, anything the guy does. I love those stories. Like, I was sitting in the dentist chair, and I thought, I have to find a cure for those like me. What, what gum disease? A-Rod has gum. I mean, he didn't get gum disease from chewing tobacco. It can happen to anybody. Early stage gum disease with a photo of him doing that. Maybe I should get Maybe, yeah. I, I saw like one of his ex-teammates yesterday was like, who was it? It wasn't like a super famous guy, but it was it was a baseball player that if you, know, you follow the last 20 years, you know the name was like A-Rod will die. A lonely man. He's like, oh my god! This guy just hated him. Was it Burns? No, it was. was A Rod will die a lonely man. I I, I don't know if he said die, but like his his he's just a very maybe it was just like he's a very lonely. The older he gets, he'll just be lonely. You know, just kind of like the guy is just a complete fraud, dick. Everyone hates him. Oh my god! Yeah, look, I gotta figure out who said that. Asaf said, "Get a second opinion on those cavities. Tough economy for dentists too." I did. I got a second opinion. And a third opinion. Send them to my dad. And uh, unfortunately, all confirmed. So. That's the thing. You know, you oh, go to... You, you go to... Doug Mankiewicz. That's who... What, yeah, that is who it is. If you... I would say this, and no, no shade of the dentist. A uh, lot of respect for them. They've done... Uh, hell, I bought some teeth. And Dr. Sued, Walnut Creek, great job. I don't think you could pay me to get a second opinion... You know, you have you can just send pictures to your dad, but yeah, like I would actually go, go to a seat no. to get a second opinion. That seems like ah, uh, yeah, just whatever it costs. You know, whatever my insurance doesn't yeah. cover, I'll just. Asaf is on the right track, though. According to my uh, dental sources, there are definitely uh, people who go to the they do cavities when they don't need to, uh, fillings when they don't need to. But um, as I said, you're going to have to get numbed in your mouth today. Yeah, I'm getting shots. Your whole mouth about oh. shot, 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 shots. Hopefully, I'm recovered by tomorrow. 
uh, in time. So, yeah. Apparently, uh, while we've been talking, Debo Samuel told everybody he was terrible last year. I, you know, I, he looks sluggish when he watched the tape with Kyle. <laughs> I could see Kyle, you know, a little off season. You know, he's seen Debo for what a total of six days uh, since the season ended. You know, brought him into his office, had some, you know, some cut ups that he had. One of the uh, quality control guys, like this is where you could this, 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 and this. It's like Draymond. I saw after one of the playoff games, Chris DeMarco brought Draymond into like his office and was like, I don't even recognize this guy. And Draymond was like, Chris, you're right. You know, it's one of those. Now, Draymond, you know, I would say consistently over his career has answered the bell like Debo. They are paying him a shitload of money, right, to be really good. Like A.J. Brown, shitload of money. Could he have been any better last year? No. <laughs> it, I don't think so. Say this for DK. does feel like DK just – is just kind of does what he does. No one ever questions he's in shape, ready to roll. It's like, yes, Debo Braxton Hart. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it. Four years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get ButcherBox.com ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you... Free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I thought he looked like he was in good shape the other day. I told you that uh, last week when I saw him. Um, he's been training, again, just Instagram stalking. Feels like he's been consistently training this offseason with the boys yeah, at yeah. this training facility with a bunch of guys that are skinnier than him. Natural coming off of one of the greatest individual NFL seasons ever, right, the year before, maybe to have a little step back, normalize a little bit. So, I, you know, I, I do think the... The separation in this conference, guy. I was thinking about today crossing the street. It's just these are the things that cross my mind. Mm-hmm. Crosswalk, cross the street. Well, I was, just, I was just crossing the street and it just hit me like the NFC yeah. stinks. Yeah. I mean, it's really, really bad. 
because one of the best teams coming into the season, a team that a lot of people are going to pick probably to make a wild card, will be Seattle. The Niners fucking throttled them two of the three times. And one of them, they had a major injury in the middle of the game and won the game, whatever, Jimmy's 27-7 to or whatever. Playoff game, I know it was close at half, but they destroyed him in the second half of that game. That they are banking on Geno Smith throwing another three touchdowns. And in fairness, like I think Seattle probably win nine games. But if that's one of your better teams in the conference, that's, for example, like the, the Jags, who are probably, on paper, the fifth best team in the AFC. <laughs> My God. Who would you rather play in a playoff game, Trevor Lawrence or Geno Smith in Seattle? So it's, it's just close. the the NFC, the, the Giants. Like they were the six seed last year. Kayvon Thibodeau, like, is he just a twelve sack guy now, or is it just still a lot of hype? You know, we'll see because they yeah. are. If they're going to be a really good team, like, okay, does he take a step and he's like a Pro Bowler? Because they're going to depend on guys like that to be really good. And, I mean, these are two of the better teams in the conference. Well, is Daniel Jones going to get better? Is Daniel Jones even going to stay the same? Yeah, I I just think the 49ers... Minnesota already has... Everyone already knows Minnesota's in their final year with their quarterback. They're about to cut one of their best players. They won 13 games last year. Who are they about to cut? Uh, Dalvin Cook. So... Like to me, the 49ers have two teams that, and one they never shut up about, and rightfully so, the Eagles. But I, like, I put the Cowboys there too, just because of the way they play and their physicality. Like it's just, it's a three team conference, and the 49ers get lucky because the those two teams play each other twice, and only you know it's not like the Cowboys and Eagles can each win a division. So it's like you know they could be ahead of you right in the playoff rankings. If you win the division, you will get to host one of those two teams. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As in last year. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like, and the Niners get to control their own destiny in terms of you get to play those two teams this year. So, and I think Kyle talked about it last year is like, you know, one of the reasons that they didn't have home field advantage because they fucked up early in the season because the Eagles leaked some oil late in the year, right? When Jalen missed games and they lost a couple, but not that it would have mattered if Purdy would have got hurt at home or on the road, right? If they were their quarterback situation, they would have lost no matter where they were playing. Jeep says, you think the Jags are the fifth best team in the AFC? Joe says, the Jags are definitely not the fifth best team in the AFC. I mean, well, the, list of th- are they, the top yeah. three are clear, right? right? Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City. And, and then, then it's the Chargers and the Ravens. Or in the Jags, that's the group. Okay, we could. I think that a lot of people, the Chargers roster in theory is better than the Jags. The Jags literally beat them last year in the playoffs. Like they played in a playoff game. And the Chargers won. Or excuse me, the Chargers lost. And who here's the other thing. If if would the Chargers right now trade their coach for Doug Peterson? Like who has the coaching advantage of the two teams? Yeah, I mean I think they would, yeah. Doug would cost more, but yes. The Steelers could be good, but I mean we'll see. Well, Can I can't put it? to me any of the teams that didn't make the playoff in the AFC, so the Steelers, the Patriots, the Jets, the Titans, the these teams don't have don't definitely have franchise quarterbacks, so I can't put them ahead of any of these teams in the AFC that have defenses and have franchise quarterbacks. Even Miami, like Miami, got off to an incredible. But is Miami? Can I say Miami? Got right a quarterback now? had seventeen concussions last yeah. year in the season. So, so um, I could see you could argue Baltimore just given um, a full season of Lamar, but you know they won nine games. Jacksonville, the Chargers, and the Ravens each won ten. Jacksonville was. Uh, plus 54 point differential. Chargers were plus seven last year, point differential. Baltimore was plus 35. I, I mean, you know, they may, maybe, you could definitely argue Jacksonville's not fourth, but you can't argue that they're definitely not fifth. You just can't argue they're definitely not. Well, you know the other Trump card? You said fifth. I mean, they might be fourth. Jacksonville is going to win the division, so they're going to get a home game. Baltimore, right, more than likely be a wild card if Cincinnati wins the division. Like, all these teams would potentially have to play Jacksonville. Let's just put them in the four seed, right? Let's go Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, in whatever order. One, two, three. Okay, Jacksonville's four. Who, who's your wild card team? They go to Jacksonville. And you got to give Jacksonville fans some credit. That fucking place was rocking on, uh, remember that playoff game at night? Yeah. Against Chargers? That, yeah. What was not an easy game? place to play. At halftime? Uh, I think it was 28 nothing or something. <laughs> 
Uh, Jags playing a horrible division. Stop the cap. No cap. <laughs> I, I just listen. I, I want the Chargers to be good, but what's the likelihood that it just goes well for them? It never does. Ever. I, you know, I do think you could make that case for the Jags if that's just the logic, though. But they're but they're going to win their division because their division is so shitty. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee's no better. Indy's no better. Houston, Houston's no better. <laughs> so, but the question was not: Are they going to win the division? The question is: Are they going to be the a top five team in the AFC? They could easily be sixth or seventh. They could, right? Baltimore could easily be better. The Chargers could. You be can better. be a better team as a like the Cowboys, a wild card, better than the Giant, better than all the teams above them, right? The Cowboys were better in Minnesota. Yeah, Tampa. The Cowboys were better in Tampa. So just because you don't win the division doesn't mean you're not good. But the Jags, I saw them play last year when their quarterback threw four picks in the first half and they they won the game. Which they were the team that threw. They were that team also. But then Trevor Lawrence was incredible. That's the other thing. They they have a quarterback. Would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or Lamar Jackson? I mean, Lamar gets hurt a lot. I mean, that I would take Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or anyone in Miami? Obviously, you know, it's just you could say Aaron Rodgers in a vacuum, but like, I I think the Jets are going to be good. But do you? Would you bet a thousand dollars on it? Like, I'm not that confident. You could convince me the Jets go eight and nine and everyone gets fired and, and yeah. just retires. I mean, yeah. That's, that's yeah. on the table. Or he just yeah. leaves and goes and plays for something happens to Stafford. He's a Ram all of a sudden or something random. The Seahawks. So you could see him having one of those like end of the, the career Favre. where he finishes three teams in like four years. Yeah, the Favre, basically. Just does the Favre. The Jerry Rice. You know? They uh, also John, could just be good. Update. 49er kicker update from Matt Mayoko. Zane Gonzalez made from 33 and 38 twice and 43. Jake Moody made from 33 and 43 three times, but he missed wide left from 38. His second make from 43 was an ugly line drive that somehow did not get blocked. All right. Good update. I um, Last week when I saw him kick, they had a big tailwind. So I, today there was a little weather, as we like to say. Uh, I don't know how rainy it was during the kicking period. I think it probably died down a little bit, but I'll file. Uh, keep an eye on that, John. Keep an how eye is on it that. raining in Santa Clara right now in the middle of June? Out of nowhere. It was sunny yesterday. It was beautiful. Just a little rain. Out of nowhere. So I, I, I'm pretty confident Jake Moody's going to win the kicker job. How about you? Yeah, I just think this is, uh, you know, how do the Niners operate? And maybe I don't think you said this earlier when we were talking about Trey. We can do this. We don't have to get into it now. But um, you know, they like to build up the trade market on guys, and so maybe that's what's happening. Uh, that's the Zane Gonzalez move here. Trade Zane for a third. You know, Niners, rumor is Niners looking for a third for Zane Gonzalez. Are you saying that Matt Mayoko is like David Faraday with Live Golf, just a paid actor? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. He's just tweeting the facts. Yeah. In As fairness, well, Matt is no dummy. It behooves him if the 49ers are better. So the more value they can get out of guys, because the better the team is, oh, the I more see. important his job is. I see. And it's just, and Mayoko is, is a smart. shadow shadow, shadow general manager of the 49ers. Not crazy, you know. <laughs> Mayoko, Adam Peters, have they ever been seen in the same place? <laughs> I, saw, I saw a clip <laughs> yesterday of Greg Papa. KMBR tweeted, you know, they, they're they trying to, like, do live streaming of, like, guys sitting at their houses. It's just very bizarre. But I'm pretty sure Papa had a rally cap on with the Giants hat on inside out. Did you see that clip? No, I did not. <laughs> he had a fucking rally cap on. I did not see that, John. Yeah, just surf the internet later today and see if you can find him in a rally cap. Uh, Armando asked, has Robbie Gold signed with anybody? He's playing the nine best courses in Chicago last time still, I checked. Still on that? Um, yeah. I think it's like one a week. Uh, I just I've got I've had Golf Channel on all morning. I've got like a live camera. It's like shaky outside of the outside of uh, the Canadian Open. There's I, I don't know if there's going to be a big uh, press conference. I, I assume is Rory playing in this thing? I assume everyone wants yeah, to talk he, to Rory. He's a defending champ, so everyone wants to talk to Rory. Uh, no word yet, John. That I've seen at least. Uh, have you heard any theories? Sobel give you a theory on what 
the PGA Tour plus live golf is going to be? Because if you fast forward five years and just said, eh, it's the PGA Tour with investment from the Saudis, I would believe you. I don't think anyone knows. I think that the live is dead, right? I think I think their press released it. The CW. What what happens to the CW television rights? I, I, I think those? the I think that they tweeted out that uh, this year is just normal, so they're just going to keep the events, and that it ends. I, I do think we learned a life lesson though, is that everyone that got shit on for taking the money, and a lot of guys turned it down. Well, those guys are now just all on the same tour again, and they're just exponentially richer because they just took the money and got like a year and a half off, right? Right. And just played these tournaments that just do not matter. Got flown around, remember, last year on that crazy-ass jet with the parties. And you didn't have to play well if you were on the right team. You were getting an extra $750,000 bonuses. Pat Perez, I think his team won like five times last year, got 750000 even though he was finishing like bottom five. Bryce, got, is that all he got, or he got millions in addition to that? Well, yeah, I don't think his side. Yeah, he got ten million or whatever. Now he gets to just kind of slide back in. Come back. <laughs> you know, you know. People, uh, some people tweeted at me wondering if like the straw that broke the camel's back was once Kepka won, won. It was like we can't. But I, that I don't know. See, I don't buy that because I, I don't need. I don't like, either. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I have not watched. Here's the thing: Kepka doesn't play in the RBC. Heritage. Kepka doesn't play at Muirfield, and like if he does, he doesn't play well. He doesn't care, right? No, yeah. So nothing changed for the and and it, he's got he's got eight wins and five of them are majors in his career. I, I don't know about you. The other day, now maybe the ratings don't reflect this. Like I haven't watched golf and thought like, God, this I really miss Dustin Johnson because I see enough of Dustin. He plays in all the majors. Like I see plenty of Dustin, Denny McCarthy, Victor Hovland. Somehow, somehow ten of the best golfers leave the thing, and Victor still is just like always a top five guy. Glad to see him win the other day. And then caddy for his buddy at the U.S. Open qualifying. <laughs> incredible. But that was incredible drama the other day. <laughs> These guys playing. So, I I don't know. I didn't think they were missing out on it. I do not buy that they saw Brooks win and that ruined things for them. But I, just, I my guess is they just got somebody just offered to invest a shit ton of money. More money than we can imagine. Well, do you think there's a chance? I mean, in the next couple of years, we see like the players championship is for like $17 million to the winner. Yeah, I wonder if the pots are just about to get humongous. <laughs> I, I think they are going to get fucking massive. So it's like five of the top, you know, non-major tournaments is is the purse sixty million, and the winner gets. Well, like the nine. purse this weekend was like thirteen, I think. Right, Jacks. Uh, it was it, no, it was twenty. And oh, the was winner 20. got okay. winner got three point six, which historically is the highest you could. You know, that's a lot of money. Yeah, Danny McCarthy. Lost one and a half million dollars losing that playoff. How about the other guy that missed two putts with his with his new his new the baby was born yesterday. It was on the 18th green. <laughs> the hell was that? Did you see Jack? I guess I didn't see it live, but when Rory was walking off, Jack dropped a "We need to talk." No, I did and, not see and that. And the cameras got it. No, I saw McCarthy or the other guys. Uh caddy like give jack a handshake and he did you see this he must have like <laughs> yeah, like hurt jack but he thought jack was joking he looked back and like laughed and but like he clearly like stepped on his toe or hurt his wrist or something yeah, that was you know i this it's a hard pivot when uh i mean jay monahan the commissioner of the pga tour last year said how anyone like we'll basically end up on the right side of history i, mean, I knew is. people that died in 9 11 and is. he was sitting shoulder to shoulder with I think a lot of people consider this guy the right hand man to uh I always get SBF and SMB whoever the head is of the Saudis <laughs> SBF I think is the crypto guy mm. you know who I'm talking about yeah I do yeah I think it's I can't S- help you but I know exactly. SBM also confused this guy's like his number two right this guy controls yeah. the money and yeah, yeah. rumors have always had it loves golf like this was his idea well, right. they played together. Wasn't that part of it? Like, they recently played together and hammered yeah, this out. <laughs> it's a hard... Do you just it's go full... Really pol- all- do, you, do you go full politician and just pretend you didn't say anything and just move on? The problem is the footage is, like, you didn't... It's an He said it to fucking Jim Nance at, like, uh, some major tournament. It's an all-timer. Because you're not just saying, we will never work with them. You're... 9-11 is what you're talking about. You're talking about 9-11. 
I mean, there were some rumors that, and I remember when I forwarded you this, when it was going on the internet, when it first happened, that their trophy looked like that's right. The towers, what was yeah, kind of the you know after the towers, like the following days, how it was like burned metal. That's right. Yeah. Which clearly, I would say, didn't feel like it got that much traction. I wonder if that comes back to the forefront. Does Jay survive this one? Well, yeah, he was named CEO. These people are funding it. They so named I guess CEO. they pay for him. They did the deal. The deal falls apart. Yeah, I, incredible. Here's what I know. At a much, much smaller scale. You and I were part of something going all in to someone in a weird way. We were paying them, but they somehow had juice. And it backfired. There have been several people with the Golf Channel. I mean, Brandel Chambly is the Golf Channel's Troy Aikman. He's the Golf Channel's Stephen A. I mean, he is there. He has been, I wouldn't say like over the top. He's put all of his chips in the middle of the table now for 12 months. And even this morning, he was crushing them. He was on for, it looked to me like 20 straight minutes, just looking in the camera. I I don't see, and I I think he is one of the best in the business. I, I think he's... He's, he's the ultimate combination of knowledge, strong opinions. I'm not talking about the Saudi stuff. I'm just talking about like breaking down golf. Yep, I agree. He, he's really, he's really good. not afraid to offend the players. No. He did play on the PGA Tour, so it's not just some random you know, talker. I, I think he's in major trouble because I don't exactly know the structure of like the golf channel funding but clearly they're all in bed together well there was a uh, lot of like well isn't this wonderful <laughs> that everyone can work together i caught a lot of that today you know i think not randy Lerner, todd lewis you know he's just one of the main interviewers just yeah. at all these tournaments yeah. even he was like rich, no, maybe rich this- learner is the name you're looking for yeah, he's like they're everything streamlined now like he's already done your classic kind of media pivot you know it's like you know listen Pfizer has our best interest at heart. It's like we watch the CBS. It's just an, an easy, but some guys, and I respect this, will not pivot. And I do not see Brandel Chambly going Jay Monahan and pretend. How could he? Well, he hasn't. A- Eamon Lynch, How who is like he? their main writer, wrote an article that the sport of golf sold out to tyranny or something, you know, to murderers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he quadrupled down this morning. Yeah. yeah. It's going to cost these, these guys will all get fired. Right. I think they have to kind of know that, but you're right. Like you've gone that, like you can't grab your chips and take them back. Right. Once a couple of cards are already on the table, What's wrong? unless you're Jay, he did that. Jay did yeah. that. He took yeah. his chips well, Jay, but Jay did it. Yes. Jay was about to lose. I don't even know what he was going to lose. I, Do you think Brandel Sh- a lose. year from now is Brandel Chambly on the golf channel? No, maybe not. I hadn't thought about it today, but. Which like, pay, I, I'm not rooting for that. I like go, them. No, no, I'm with you. They tend to go kind of state media, you know? Like the NFL would love to never be covered by anybody other than the people they am. Anybody would. Everyone would love that. We only get covered by the people we employ. It'd be, it's a dream. You think the Saudis, it crossed my mind today, you think they ever get a piece of NFL stuff or they have so much money they can keep them out? Because they ideally wouldn't want to do that. But like... Isn't the... the isn't the the point of being in the NFL club that you don't have to, you don't have to take anybody's money that you don't want to take. Although they ultimately, they do things. Obviously they do things for sponsorship dollars. Of course they do. Couldn't they just make an op? What if they offered 15 billion for a team or something? Yeah. I mean, that's clearly what's happening, right? They offered them for, to get these guys to change their minds. They had to offer an amount of money that was just, Outright, 50 or 80 billion with a B or more. I don't know. Bro, I saw a headline. I, I hadn't heard of the soccer player, uh, but like one of the Saudi teams just bought a soccer player. I think it was three years, like over 650 million. Well, I thought they had, uh, wasn't Messi playing for them briefly? And well, like they, his team was like, he disappeared. Where'd he go? <laughs> I, th- I thought it was Messi. PSG well, he, maybe was his squad. Well, that, they gave him like two five hundred million. I, this guy got like two hundred million dollars okay. a year. Got it. This is a separate guy, not a Messi, not a Ronaldo. But you just Those get to the, the point where you just start offering these checks, where it's like, what, what, what? I mean, Hideki did turn down five hundred million dollars and was flying Spirit Airlines. Why is he flying Spirit Airlines? I thought Andy North said a couple when he won the Masters that he thought he'd be worth a billion dollars. Which, even if he's not worth a billion now, wouldn't you say the money that's flowing from Japan for Hideki Matsuyama 
is more than enough to fly. He never having to fly on a commercial airline. I would again. think somebody <laughs> would just fly him, but he doesn't pay anything. You know, because a lot of people respond. I tweeted something out, and people were like, "Look at his career earnings; they're thirty-five million. What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's, he is easily one of the biggest stars in Japan. He won the Masters like two years ago. He's he, even without that, he was worth." millions of dollars flying spirit airline is insane for him you could fly emirates and still not fly private what right guy. you could fly uh, there are several other airlines that don't charge you per bag i i believe this to my core hideki has a disease and it's a disease we're all shaped by money when we're young but once you get a level of wealth you either can break out of that cycle or not like i understand being cheap or frugal when you don't have a lot of money, like, or even just mo- the overwhelming they, majority they say, of society has to think twice about money. They say income is not is there is not a direct correlation between income and tipping. That in fact, often people with a lower income tip better. This gets back to my point. It is wired into our brain. Hideki, whether he has $200 million dollars in the bank or whether he had two dollars in the bank. I think he might just be wired a certain way with money because you don't because money's not an issue for one of the biggest stars in a fucking country that is they love sports in Japan, right? Baseball, golf, like it's it's a really, really big deal. What's it like? God, how much is uh, what's his name worth with the Angels, right? It's like, God, I can't even imagine regardless of his salary, like what he could make on sponsorship dollars. Hideki's the same thing. Like, I, I think if you just went to Japan, who are like their most famous athletes, it would be. What the fuck's the guy's name with the Angels? Otani? Yeah, it's like Otani and Hideki. If you just went around Japan. Yeah, Ichiro. I'm saying that are like currently playing, right? Yeah. Like people, if you're just a kid, like who you root for is your like athletic stars. Yeah. Well, don't you think those companies invest in those guys? Sponsor them? Of course. You would think there's a plane somewhere that he could fly on. It's a disease, man. It's a disease. I heard, oh, I, I agree with you. I heard Sebastian Maniscalco, you know, the comedian. Oh, Really funny. You listen to his Conan? Uh, yeah. Did you Conan? listen to it? Oh, it's incredible. I was I was peeing my pants in the gym. Like so this is ago. the same. This is exactly what he was talking about. He said, you know, his dad grew up very poor. His dad still works as a hairdresser, um, and um, is an Italian immigrant. Uh, you know, everything was supposed to be miserable. It's supposed to be miserable, and uh, he says he can't. He has trouble enjoying his his winnings. Like his success, not his winning. He has trouble enjoying his success because of the way he was raised. Even though he has no problem, he's got all the money. He's got plenty of money, but he can't stop. He can't turn that off. It's just. I do think there's a difference, though, of not like I struggle with it. Like I don't get excited at that many things and being too frugal to do things like this is stupid. Like just fucking pay the money. Yeah. Yeah. Now they they probably have some correlation. You know what I've started doing a little bit more of? I've I'm with you because I'm the same. I've spread my wings a little on the pay a little extra for faster shipping. Give me like, an example. Well, like it'll take you know you order you order it today Tuesday it'll be here next Wednesday it'll be like you know eight or nine days or for fifteen dollars it'll be here Friday. You know, I'm like, like give me something you would order that you would need fast. Um, need, it's not so much about need fast. It's about if I wanted it in, uh, three days instead of a week, what would my time to go to the store be worth to go get it? And where would I have to drive and, you know, whatever. So now it doesn't always pencil, like sometimes like $25 for three day shipping, but sometimes it's like 12 and it's, and you get it four or five days, a pair of golf, I ordered a pair of golf shoes for an extra, I think it was $12. I can get three-day shipping, which is a good deal on three-day shipping, as opposed to wait for a week or whatever the number is. And I'm like, well, I kind of want them now. I might go, you know, I might go play some golf. I agree there. If I want to drive, if I'm going to drive to like the PJ Superstore, it's like 45, 30 minute, whatever it is, like, ah, just get it here. Yeah. That, I'm not saying pay $30 for overnight shipping, but that's one where I've just kind of, I, I would never have done that two years ago. But then you do it a couple of times, like, yeah, no I want to move on that. with my life. I want to check that to do thing off the box and move on with my life, you know. And um, might be on to something. I can't sleep without those new golf shoes. So, what kind of shoes? Uh, I got the uh, 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 the Echoes with the um, 
they're on sale, like Memorial Day sale. Echoes with the what's it called? The little button on them. How do they feel? I haven't got them yet. Oh. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like the quick lace or whatever that thing is? Yeah. I, you know what I'm talking about? Are, are they uh, soft spikes or do they have actual soft, spikes? Yeah, soft spikes. I, I think I, I'm pretty sure I owned a pair once. They were fantastic golf shoes. I tried to explain to Alyssa. She's like, why do you need that thing? Like, you know, whatever, whatever, what do you call that button? You know, like the quick lace or whatever it is, that lacing system that's just a button and it unlaces the shoe. Yeah, mine didn't. I, I've never experienced that. And I'm like, uh, well, I don't want to, I hate sitting on the back of the car untying my shoes. I don't ever do it. I just kick them off and throw them in the trunk. And then later I have to undo the double knot. And I hate that. I know. So it's, you know, I'm going to save 20 seconds there. That's another problem. When you buy white shoes, golf doesn't matter because you're going to scuff them up. But normal shoes, and you're used to doing that move, the push, you, you, you scuff them up. Put them to the so wash you're telling me you press this button and it just unleashes the tie? Yeah, but it's not laces. There, you've seen, you've one hundred percent seen. I've, it. I've seen it. I, I just, I it never crossed my mind. Yeah, you I just hadn't owned a pair. Push the button. You you twist the button to tighten, and then you just push it to un to undo the laces. It pops open. Adidas has them. Like a lot of all these brands have it. It's like it's not proprietary to the brand. The thing itself is proprietary, and they got all the brands to use it. I, I I've all honestly I've often wondered what that thing was. It never <laughs> makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's. Uh, they have them. Footjoy uses it. Did you see that chick Rose Stanford? Zang? Just who people think she's like legitimately Tiger Woods of golf of women's golf. She broke Tiger. She she won eighty percent of her college events. She broke Tiger's record. Tiger. She won eighty percent of the events she, she played in events in two years, but she didn't play in every event because she missed stuff for like the Augusta Women's Championship yeah, and yeah. whatever. But she would also win, right? She won. Yeah, she won that. She was the number one women's amateur for like. I don't even know, 150 weeks or something, set a record for the most consecutive weeks as the amateur number one. She uh, she won the national championship back-to-back years. <laughs> she won her LPGA debut this past weekend. Tiger tweeted at her, first LPGA player to win their debut since, I think, 1951 or 54 or something like that. Um, she, uh, yeah, Tiger, Maverick, McNeely, and one other guy had the Stanford record for 11 career wins, and she broke it with 12. By winning the national championship, she um, won back-to-back national championships. Mm-hmm. Dude, as a sophomore, yeah, from Southern California. She, um, she um, prediction, she's going to win the U.S. Open next a lot of, next if, month at Pebble. Yeah, that's is that what people are saying. I just think people think like she could win the rest of the majors. It's like she just started winning. <laughs> well, she, I guess she was going to. She's still staying in school. She's going to graduate. Because sometimes, but, like the hype on these individuals in any sport, feel like a little over the top. It feels like she just answers the bell tire style, like every fuck like guy. I mean, pro debut, win the tournament. I mean, that's is that a double fuck you to everybody? Not not that people are rooting against her, but just because my first reaction is like, okay, the hype. Because I heard like she just can't miss. We hear uh, that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in golf or tennis, some of these individual sports, it is hard Michelle, to back you- it up. Easier in golf, women's golf than men's golf. Like it is really hard in men's golf. Like even Colin Morikawa, right, or Victor Hovland, they don't win every event, and they've been incredible hits. Right, right. I mean, they, right. there are Hall of Fame players. She feels like she legitimately might be the female Tiger. I think that's what I mean. Like, yeah, she. Whole, she hit a, I saw a clip. A shot she hit was like Jesus. It was sweet. Like fairway she, wood. This year, uh, Stanford played an event at Pebble Beach. She won it and set the course record at Pebble for a woman, nine under 63. I, I text someone who's a college golfer and who's been around her and was like, what do you think if I just took her out to like TPC Scottsdale and took her from the tips, what would she shoot? And he was like, I think she could shoot like mid-70s. Because most of the high-level guys would say, listen, the, the big difference is the tees. And it's like they are, like she, you know, Annika played in a PGA Tour event, actually. And like, I, I watched this thing on Golf Channel like a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. Colonial. She missed the cut by a couple shots, but like, she could. Like, she could hang. It's a small group of, it feels like this is one of the women, not that she would, I mean, Scotty Scheffler shot 20 under, you know, TPC Scottsdale, but like, she could shoot close to par from men's tees at places. So, like, her advantage, you put her women's tees at Olympic Club, Pebble, wherever they're playing, 
she could fucking work people. Like, is she just going to eat Nelly's lunch? <laughs> well, you have to be top 50 on the money list to, like, just be on the tour, to stay on the tour, like, to play in all these events. Her plan was to, like, play in that event this last weekend and then, like, come back to Stanford and continue school. She she is going to continue at Stanford until she graduates. But, you know, so top 50 keeps you on the tour, basically, on the money list. She's That win this weekend put her 14th on the money list. I, I, I don't know how the LPGA works, but in PGA, if you win a tournament, you get your card. And she got her. Yeah, that's what happened with well, her. And you get 14th. The I mean, she's set. 400, 430,000. Well, she will never not be on the LPGA tour the rest of her life, right? I mean, she was just. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, <laughs> Is Annika still on tour? No, she. I think she. Pl- no. Yeah. This chick's only 20. Yeah. True sophomore. She's a college sophomore right now. No one gets more of those stories than Stanford when it comes to like individual sports. Well, did you see? So 12 amateur golfers qualified for the men's U.S. Open. 12 amateur. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four of them are Stanford guys. That's insane. That's pretty crazy. Stanford has four players in the U.S. Open. They qualified yesterday in the 36 hole thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Four of them. Four. They didn't even qualify for the uh, match play in I know. men's golf. A big upset. <clears throat> Michael Thor Thorzegenberger. Thor Bjornsson. <laughs> How do you say his last name? Thor Bjornsson. Thor Bjornsson. I like that guy. All right. Uh, on that note, um, we'll see what happens out at Niners practice on Wednesday. <laughs> Tune in for that. Thanks for hanging, everybody. Later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.